life is here to explore, enjoy the full process of becoming the person we are meant to be. So have fun with the full process. Don't take life too serious, but really watch it as a movie. Hey guys, welcome to our SoulFam podcast where I interview spaceholders from all over the world. I'm your host, my name is Carolina, and I am the Connection Catalyst. Today on the show, we have Silvana Simon, the Dream Life Mentor. Welcome to the show, Silvana. How are you doing? Thank you so much. I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm just in Spain. The sun is shining and just really feeling good about this conversation because I love talking about the dream life. And I feel like I'm always living my dream life uh, since, you know, 10 years or so. And I really am excited to talk about this because I feel like so many people are still struggling to create the life that they want. So I'm super excited for this conversation. And I would love to start um, the conversation with a little bit of a background story would you like to share with us what has brought you to this path of being a dream life mentor when was your inspiration uh, and where it was coming from and when did it all start for you uh, so could you please share with us a little bit of the story i love that yes of course um going all the way back um as i was a small girl already I remember I was seven years old and I had my first vacation in the Red Sea when the, for the first time in my life I went snorkeling I fell in love with the ocean and as I'm from Switzerland more from the mountain kind of side in this world and um, from this first time being in the ocean I remember as a kid I had so much passion for it and I knew I'm gonna be living by the ocean there's no other way and so yeah from small on I had this kind of dream already anchored in my heart this desire was always there and then at some point I, I was 21 I did travel a lot before but then with 21 I finally took the decision I was like okay it's a time I feel ready I have some savings it's time for this scary big step I'm gonna leave my hometown for good and start living my dream life by the ocean which also I have to say a dream life um a lot of people think we have this one purpose and this one kind of life we're supposed to live where I believe really we are allowed to create our dream life, recreate it over and over again and change our desires. For me, the ocean has always been part and will probably always be a part of it. But other things along has, of course, been changing as as the more inspiration I got through the lifestyle I was living. Right. So, yeah, um, this past started in 2020 sorry, 2015. <laughs> and since then, I've been completely in love with life. The truth is, um, from the moment I took the decision, I'm ready to live my dream life. I've been manifesting opportunities and incredible encounters to really follow this path of just enjoying life and being open for surprises and miracles that come along that you're meant to live to just become the best version of yourself and really yeah become in love with life i think life itself is what the biggest form of love that we can experience to me um so yeah i think just from this whole ex um, inspiration and people keep asking me like how did you do this and i would love to live a life with so much freedom and for me a dream life would look like this how do you do it i realized more and more it became like such a desire for me to help people, but I didn't know how. So along the way, I started to invest into courses, workshops, certifications, um, NLP, hypnosis, and just different kind of path. How can I give on my 
to me, like it felt kind of natural and potential to manifest and create a life I love. And how can I help others do the same? So that's how it really started. And yeah, it's been a wonderful journey so far. Mm, that sounds amazing. And so now you have discovered how to teach others to create their dream, their, their dream life too? So yeah, it was um, actually last year that I really started figuring out how can I help others because I realized the biggest gap for people to really take the step towards a dream life is always comes from wealth. How am I going to live? How am I going to make money with? Because yes, it is a tool um, that we use to have more freedom and enjoy life. So um, I started to focus quickly on this kind of path and I explored so many ways myself how to make money um, while traveling where there have been jobs that I did in person. I was working as a tour guide, as a dive master, but then also online starting a branding and web design business and then now also going towards coaching. So I've tried different paths and all of them have always been coming from my passion which is I think why also along the process of discovering and exploring I've always been in love with life and enjoyed the process because for me it was the most important thing I want to enjoy what I do while making money I don't want to just work for someone and spending time doing something I don't like because then I'm just doing the same as I have been doing in my hometown aside that I can go to the ocean right so that was something really important and that's what I really also focus on when I want to help my clients I want to figure out what are their passions and what kind of parts there are actually how can I turn it into a profitable business making an impact and enjoying life right and so yeah I realized that's something I want to focus on and so I did my certification with Yes Supply which is um um, a community online where they teach you NLP practices, which has a lot to do with the mindset. So, and as well as manifestation techniques. And for me, the reason why I chose to go this path with the coaching is because I know for me, mindset work and manifestation techniques have been what has brought me to where I am. I believe so much in how powerful we are, our energy, our mindset, our thoughts, how we create our own reality. I always believed in this because I had so many proofs in my life, which is why I was like, okay, I have to help others to do it this way because I know it's an enjoyable path. It Yes, it takes work as well, just like working on your physical body, going to the gym or working somewhere else to make money. You always have to put in the work. The same is in spiritual world. It's not just doing one workshop of, okay, I'm reading one positive affirmation and I learned how to have positive thoughts, but then not taking action on it. Nothing is going to change. The mind loves repetition more than anything else, actually. <laughs> more than the body or anything the mind loves repetition. So it's really important that also when we work on our mindset, which then can create all the endless opportunities and miracles and attract yeah, abundance into our life, we need to work on it constantly where there are so many techniques. So that's what I wanted to learn. I wanted to have this toolbox of different kind of techniques, how to work on your mindset so I can help others do it in an enjoyable path. And so, yeah, that led me here. So I did the certification and learned so much about NLP, mindset work and manifestation techniques the full last year. And now started implementing it and seeing how it actually affects and impacts the lives of my clients, which, yeah, it's just a blessing. <laughs> so what is your most favorite success story with how it impacted one of your clients? Oh, I mean... 
there are many <laughs> I can't really say there is like the most successful because for me also success again success or also being rich for me the translation to this is being in love with life like you being happy and loving what you do for me is the highest level of success and richness you can reach where maybe for others this might be materialism right um but yeah it always comes back down with the clients I'm working with to freedom which so one of them um, has chosen to leave the country and move to Europe and starting a new life there, which is so exciting because it's a huge step of just trying something new. And the other client, she started from a low income online to 8,000 within six weeks, which then helped her to create more freedom and the ability to travel, which also she has her trip booked to Europe and to explore more there and going in even more into online business, creating a freedom-based lifestyle. So yeah, it's interesting so far, the clients I'm attracting and I would call my dream clients as well that I enjoy and I feel like it's my zone of genius is really helping, as I said, a freedom-based lifestyle, how to make money with something you love while you can travel. So this has been definitely the success story set. That's amazing. I love them. They are so cool. Thank you for sharing. So do you have any favorite techniques and methods that you're using out of all the methods that you've learned? Do you have any favorite or do you feel like it's such an individual method that uh, for everyone it's something different? Good question. I love that you say that it is definitely different for everyone. So I often, a lot of, or a big part of women, we are really visual. So when we see something or when we can imagine something, that's when our emotion really get activated. So with this said, like emotions are the most important part when it comes to manifestation. So quickly just going for people who are not into manifesting yet, or it feels like it hasn't been working. So the process I use is really first getting clarity. What do you want? Second, calling it in, being open to receive. And to be open to receive, you need to believe that you are worthy and deserving of it and that it's possible for you. If you, for example, go right into, okay, I want to attract a million dollars, but you don't believe you can have it because you don't even know what kind of tools to use or what does it take to even do this, you can't get your belief probably behind. If you're an amazing like visionary and you can do this imagining bringing all, all the emotions up i don't say it's impossible but you need to have a full belief behind so that you're open to receive which is i think the most difficult part for people so that's why it's so important to have micro wins and to start with small manifestation that prove you it works so what i told you like in my life i've just had so many proofs along the way small and big ones how manifestation really works and how i call in and attract things exactly the way I want that I believe in my power and so for me it feels more and more natural and I can but I still have my steps I don't go to things that feel still kind of yeah difficult it needs for me it needs to feel like no big deal I can call this in I'm absolutely capable of that and that's really important so that's a step two being open to receive believing you can have it and then being patient and letting the universe do the work. So let go of how is it going to happen and just focus on the what, believe it's going to happen and believe it's going to come in the perfect timing for you. So these are the three main steps. And as I said, like everyone is different. If some are more visual, some are more love to write down things. So you, the most important thing is you have to explore what kind of techniques or what kind of tools or really bringing this emotion up the quickest for you. For me, it is one, what I just said, visualization. 
as well as when I speak things or when I write things. So I love to use REM pages. What a REM page is to me is, for example, if I know I want to manifest, let's say I want to manifest three dream clients within a month, then I'm writing a REM page one month ahead in the present tense, but future pacing it as it's already this day and I'm embodying myself already having achieved this, getting all the emotions up in a vibration with the outcome that I want to re re reach so that the universe already brings in. I'm open to receive. I believe I can have it. And that's for me like the tool I love to use, the visualization and the rampage. So what this could look like or sound like. So I like to write it down one time. For example, it is now, let's say one month from now, um, 18 of May, 2022. I am so excited. I just called in three dream clients. I can't believe it. It happened so easily and effortlessly. Wow. They reached out to me in unexpected and expected ways. I can't believe it. Like years ago, I felt like this was impossible and now it's my reality. I'm so happy. I'm so grateful for this client. I'm so excited to change these lives and just going on. Like I could go on for, for a long time here, but really you just want to speak in your own language, whatever gets you excited and in a way that your emotion gets evoked, right? And so I write this down and then every single day during this month, if that's a monthly goal or a half year goal, whatever it is, Again, the mind loves repetition. So I do this every single day. I take the time in the morning and in the evening reading this in a way that my emotions get awoke. Mm, amazing. But again, I love this tool. For yourself what works best. I love this tool, especially yeah. that when we really repeat it, it, you just like switch it. You just, your brain focuses on what actually will bring you this abundance, will bring you these clients, because then it's shaped to focus in a way and distort and delete and, uh, you know, organize everything in a way that you're going to prove yourself that I can do it. And the clients are coming to, to me. So that's beautiful. And I love working with positive emotions. I call it a top-down approach when you really evoke so many positive, high vibration emotions that then you are vibrating at such a high level that you attract all these things into your life that are a match to this, right? Because you are a magnet then. You're even more powerful magnet with high vibes uh, than if you are staying in the low vibration. Although I feel like also another, maybe like a flip side of the method uh, to yours could be to do something or to set up something that is absolutely beyond your uh, current comfort zone. And for example, to run an event for, let's say, I don't know, a hundred bucks per person for the full day and just do something completely crazy and then let all these emotions that are standing on the way of you doing it come up because that's like a different bottom-up approach right where you okay in two weeks time i need to run this event so oh my god i need to do this i need to do that oh my god i'm afraid that no one is going to show up i'm afraid of this i'm afraid of that and then you give yourself the opportunity for everything to come up all this shit from your subconscious mind to come up and then you can look at it and then you can go through it you can reprogram it you can explain to yourself intellectually release resistance in this way but you can also just go deeper into your emotions and go as deeply as you can so that all these emotions actually get out of you because you express them rather than suppressing them so i feel like combining all these different approaches as we were talking before in the in a very individual matter depending on the person right combining the approaches of doing the shadow work and really looking at your shit that is subconscious so you don't know what you don't know yet and also really creating this high vibration because the when you can do it as you said in the morning for example then your whole 
day is already set up for high vibes because you start like this and your subconscious is so active in the first hour of the day, of the day and also in the last hour of the day. Uh, and so if you can do it then and you can really uplift yourself, then your brain is already set up, okay, I'm doing this. This is happening and I can really attract anything I want to, to my life. But yeah, I'm also a big uh, shadow work, you know, lover. I'm a shadow work junkie, as I call myself sometimes. So also I feel like I like to bring up all these negativity, all these resistance that we have towards creating our dream life and then working through that, which I think also you can do with hypnotherapy. You can do with uh, timeline therapy, but I think timeline therapy, you, you can do it I believe timeline therapy should be done when you actually associate to the experience and you let all these emotions out of your body because I know that some of these uh, therapies don't just dissociate from the experience and not associate. But for me, it's like all about association, all about just expressing everything out. And uh, so I feel like for me, this has been such a big part of my journey to actually look in the shadow because I'm generally a very positive person. So I generally, you know, it's easy for me to just be like, yay, love is amazing. And probably as for you as well. But then there is this, this part of us that maybe they don't, you know, this part of us doesn't want to look into negativity, but it's also very crucial in our journey of manifestation to see what's there. Also just maybe even to, um, even see like what is blocking us what kind of belief do we still need to reprogram like what is the the stuff that is resistant to our dream life and uh, yeah so i just wanted to express that because i think it's a very um, important approach also to combine together with like top down approach to combine this bottom up as well so how do you uh, feel about it what do you think a hundred percent. I love that you mentioned this. It's so important. A hundred percent. Also, of course, I had to go through all this limiting belief. I still go every single day. These berries are... The, every time we up-level, there's going to come new limiting beliefs because you haven't been there. And again, the mind lives in past experience. It creates belief systems usually on what we've created. So if we don't create it with our imagination and tell the mind, hey, this has happened, even if it hasn't, again, using money imagination, visualization, rampages, then it takes the information from past experience, what is possible to us. So of course, every time we up-level these limiting beliefs, what do you say, are coming up. And that's why it's important to either practice with micro wins just to get your belief up. Or as you said, of course, it's so important to realize, okay, what limiting belief is actually coming up and then reframe this okay, is this really the truth or is this just a story I made up myself? So what kind of story do I tell myself that I'm not able or capable of achieving this and this and this and then reframe it? I love that you're saying this so, so, so important. Of course, yeah, it's, again, like the limiting beliefs are what what it's standing, what's self-sabotaging us from manifesting what we truly want. It's the hard belief, as I said, like number step, the second step of believing we can have it is the biggest challenge because we have to totally go through this limiting belief and reprogram. So mm -hmm. yeah, thank you for mentioning this. It's so important. <laughs> thank you. And I also love what you say about taking micro steps in a way, because then we don't have as as big of a resistance because if we set a goal okay tomorrow I want to be a multimillionaire it's like okay the resistance is so massive you're probably not going to manage through it but if you say okay tomorrow I will earn I don't know 10 bucks more let's say I mean I'm just like coming up with random examples yeah. but it's actually like these micro steps that can build our confidence as you said and that br brings me uh, to mind this um 
one of the things that I learned on the course of Jordan Belfort, the Wolf of Wall Street. I was just recently going through his course about sales and he was like, okay, uh, everyone in the room, put your hands up as much as you can. And everyone putting their hands up and he's like, okay, so now put it a little bit higher. And then everyone is just stretching a little bit higher. And he's like, I told you to put your hands up as high as you can, but then you stretched a little bit higher. So you went out of your comfort. Because if you say like, you know, if you say, okay, do it as high as you can, you do as high as it's comfortable. But then you can actually stretch a little bit more to go out of your comfort zone and then you can reach higher and higher goals. So that's what you're saying. It's like build up on a little bit higher and a little bit higher. And then at some point you're so high in your goals because you didn't even realize that it wasn't as uncomfortable. It wasn't as resistant uh, to do this because you are just stretching a little bit and you're building up upon the next and next and next step you're building up and yeah at some point you're just living your dream life and you didn't even realize when it happened <laughs> yes yes absolutely i love that i think this I example yeah, really shows us so if you decide in your mind okay i'm going higher your body is doing it the same i love to use it quick examples of for example when you're walking on the street and you see a stick on the floor and it looks like a snake in the first your body reacts as if there would actually be a snake i'm just depending on the person you are if you're afraid of of snakes or not but so you would maybe extract or just get like nervous or uncomfortable because your mind tells you okay there's a snake your body reacts but then you realize oh it's just a stick and you relax again so the same happens with everything. We, whatever we tell our mind, our body is reacting to it. And our body's language, again, the emotions are the most powerful tool we use to manifest. So if you learn how to use your mind as a tool to manipulate or really control your emotions, the world is yours, literally. <laughs> so um, again, that's why visualization is so, so powerful. If so, if you imagine yourself already being successful and attracting this and this, and you really get the emotions up, you are in a space where your embodiment is so on point, it needs to come your way. Mm, amazing. I love that. Thank you. And so I have a question about receptivity, because you say that, you know, a tip and a step to receive from the universe is being receptive and open and also letting go. So what if someone struggles with receptivity? Like, what do they do then? Yeah, I love that you asked that. Yeah. So a big difference is we being in a place of we need something in order to be happy or we just want it so making an example if for example you're looking for your dream guy but you're not feeling happy by yourself you're feeling lonely and you're like i just want finally to meet this man i want this man then again your mind yes is in the right language you know what you want but your body's language your emotions are in the place of lack i'm in lack of having someone loving me or even myself loving me, which is why you're not in the right vibration to call this person in and you're not receptive for the outcome. So really important is observing yourself. If something is not manifesting the way you want, why is it not manifesting? Is there, am I actually in the vibration of the desire or am I in the lack? And then exactly what you said before, we have to go through these limiting beliefs first. Okay, why am I not receptive for these three men what am i still where am i still blocking myself and then really go deep like think of your childhood maybe your um, relationship to your parents or what you felt in the school or with your first love in your 
um, teenager years and so on, like what experience might have tell you ever that you're not worthy of the love you desire or why do you feel lonely? Did you ever felt rejected or really go through every single thing and then reprogramming, reframe it. Okay, is this a true? No, it has been one experience. Again, our mind tells us whatever they take based on past experience because that's the only thing we know. So pull the moment that we actually reframe and we tell it something new with an imagination and again comes in consistency, doing it over and over again, not just one time because that's not how it works. But over and over again, we start to reprogram our mind. And then this, again, has this effect on our body where we are open to receive. Mm, amazing. Yeah, I love that. And I know that the mind, our mind needs repetition. Although uh, I know that there are also techniques of energy psychology that put your brain in so-called whole brain state. And then there is a state of super learning. So actually, when you repeat a belief in within a few minutes, you can shift it. And I'm using one of these methods called psychic. And there are many other ones that are actually able to reprogram your subconscious mind quite instantly like i would say and i was blown away when i learned this method i was like how is it possible that you can reprogram a belief in such a short period of time it's crazy but yeah i love every every um really every kind of method whatever brings you joy whatever brings you lightness whatever brings you kind of this uplifted and joyful and relaxed vibe i feel like would work for for manifestation because if we are relaxed if we are joyful then we're automatically receptive we are automatically open to for the universe to bring us whatever it needs to bring us in into our life but then there is this uh, next thing right being like well, maybe not being, but like trusting the universe and letting go. That's what you mentioned as well. And I feel like that's what people struggle with a lot. So what to do when you're still in control, like, or trying to keep control really of the manifestation of the vision that you hold? What if you cannot just let go and let the universe guide you? Like, what do you do then? Or how do you guide your clients if they struggle with it? Yeah, I love that you said it. Yeah, that's when we try to control the outcome, we're forcing something and we don't let the natural flow how it's supposed to be or even we're not open for even a better outcome. So sometimes things are not happening for us because there's something better waiting. And if we truly believe that and we're acting on that, you will see the proofs. And again, this has to do with microproofs, like trusting in something higher than ourselves and what we know to be true you need to, it's a process. I always say you need to experience small steps of when it works for, for you so that you can start believing it and embodying it. So again, start with micro wins, start with little things. And if you see, okay, I trust it, I let it go. And I didn't put any force or try to control the outcome. I was just having the what, but not the how and when and why it comes in. So again, start with little things first that prove you that the universe really has always your back and then practice that again. Mm -hmm. It is it is absolutely normal and natural. Our mind, again, it wants to keep us safe and is, again, using our past experience to create our reality if we don't do it consciously based on imagination and the inner world. So it's practice. It's not something you're... It's difficult. I love what you said. There is definitely techniques. I also work with hypnosis and time techniques, which you can change beliefs quick, quicker. But still, in the most cases, especially when people want to work on themselves on this, it's not that in one day you're becoming a super attractor and things just work out all magically. It is really 
it works and inner work that you need to do a journey mm -hmm. so yes have patience in the process absolutely and patience is one of these things that people don't have as well <laughs> That's, I think, the big theme of being impatient. Like, come on, universe, I manifested it. I already ordered it, you know, two months ago. Where is it? <laughs> and things like that. But I feel like with, with patience, it's like, really, if you can have this perspective that everything happens in divine timing exactly as it's supposed to happen, then you can really let go. If you just can adapt this belief, even for just a little bit, just to get you know, in the moment just to be a little bit more patient because honestly, you never know what is going to happen. As you said, our minds are designed to see what happened, but not what will happen. So our higher self knows, knows what will happen. So if we can just leave the path, the, the guide, the, the guiding force to our higher self rather than trying to figure out with our mind that is just designed to see what happened and what happens rather than what will happen. If we just can let our higher self lead then as you said before it something even better can come up and we don't even know yet because we haven't experienced it yet so we might be surprised with what the universe will bring us if we just can open up to all the possibilities because if we are so controlling we only close the gate for one option this is how the money is supposed to come or this is how my dream partner or this person needs to be my partner for life rather than all kinds of possibilities because maybe there is someone even more suited to you maybe there is someone who will have the same love language as you and you will feel more happy or maybe uh, someone who i don't know in my case who speaks my language because for me, Polish language is a very important thing. And if I attract a Polish person versus non-Polish, there is a big difference. But if I'm just going to be controlling, like, okay, this person needs to be the one for me, then I don't let the universe bring me what is actually the best for me because I don't even know yet. So, yeah, it's just really, yeah, really exciting. Unknown is where the magic happens. It's where we are rewarded. So, yeah, trust the unknown. It has in my case it has never let me down and i've it's again as everything else a practice and for me actually traveling on my own has been what helped me so much trusting the unknown because i remember i was changing the country and going into a new environment not knowing what i'm gonna do who i'm who i'm gonna meet what i'm gonna do there and every time it was again i trust the unknown i have an intuition i want to go to this country i don't know what's going to happen but i trust the unknown and so doing this for a year every single month going through this process of fear coming up nervous system is going wild and like oh what's going to happen but no i'm just going to trust it's a practice and so by now it feels so natural that when i go into a new country and I travel to a new place because I've been practicing and doing it over and over again, again, coming back to the topic of repetition. It feels for me like I'm going to the supermarket, like going on the airport. It's literally like for me, going to the supermarket to buy some apples, the same kind of emotional level that I'm reaching. So yeah, be patient, practice, but you got to do the first step in order to reach your dream life and make a change happening. Staying in a comfort zone and never going to actually try and practice something then yeah mm. there's no change happening right amazing and in order to create the vision for your dream life i feel like some people don't really even know what they want so how would you say if someone is very indecisive mm. like they don't know what they want maybe because they are super sensitive and the society and the family and friends tell them something and they did they don't really know what is theirs and what is not or they just don't have many desires for their life they feel quite stagnant or you know there might be many reasons why people don't know what they want but how would you guide someone who is in this position 
Yeah, I love that question. And there's definitely, as you said, so many people struggling with that, which I totally understand. And there are some tools that I like to use. One of them is really thinking back of your childhood, connecting with your inner child. What did I always love when I was a child? I always, I told you, my first experience with seven years old, and I still remember the excitement I had when I saw the first fish underwater or the colors underwater. I knew the ocean is one of my biggest passions. I always felt it. As well as I started dancing when I was young and was the happiest, connecting with animals, you know? So or even drawing think back of your childhood what did i enjoy what did you enjoy was it networking socializing with other people were you extrovert introvert did you like yeah painting did you like doing sports what is it that you loved and then try to explore more and more okay how can i cultivate that in my presence now in my adult, adult life and explore step by step that's one thing the other thing that i like to use as well is what are you or who are you maybe jealous for? Resistance and like things that we don't have always helps us to learn what do we actually want. So I don't know if you've heard about Abraham Hicks, but she always says that you need to have moments that you feel uncomfortable or as I said, jealous or sad to get this input of, okay, I actually, this is not what I want. I want this. So really when you see yourself being jealous of person, why are you jealous? Maybe is it the way they look is it the life they have is it where they live and then again explore okay could i create this for myself is this something i would like to have and again just explore and yeah don't be i i like to use the word married don't be married to one kind of vision that you have like again it's not that there's one life purpose that we immediately need to look for and try to live Life is here to explore, enjoy the full process of becoming the person we are meant to be. So have fun with the full process. Don't take life too serious, but really watch it as a movie. I don't know if you ever knew, like when we were young, there was this game called Sims, where you could create like your personality in this game and build the dream house. <laughs> so maybe it really... Um, see your life as a game. Like, okay, what would I build for myself? Like going wild and crazy okay would it be a life in the mountains would it be by the beach would it be in a in a city in new york what is getting me excited and then just be open for possibilities and have like your eyes open think of who is already doing this how are they doing this and get little inspirations part to part um yeah for me this has been really helpful that's amazing i'm just kind of imagining that like when you hack your subconscious mind it's kind of as if you hack the sims uh, typing rosebud or mother load all these like codes for infinite <laughs> abundance it's like the same when you hack your subconscious yeah. mind like oh unlocked infinite abundance unlocked now i can manifest anything i want in my life amazing I love it. <laughs> but that's so true mm. and i would add to that the third tip from myself for discovering what you want actually try new things because sometimes like like, we don't even know what we like before we try it. Like, my best friend, she has done her yoga instructor course around two years ago. And before she worked in finances, she was an accountant. And if she hasn't 
ever tried yoga, she might have not discovered that this is what she really likes to do. And I feel like sometimes we try something completely new, like a random sport or like a thing to do. And it's like, wow, this is the best thing ever. So I would say also have a variety of experiences that you try at least once. And of course, if you try something once, you're not going to be as good. I mean, if I, when I tried surfing for the first time, I was very shit at this. Although I still had the spark, like, okay, I want to do it again because it's something cool and I want to explore it more or whatever. I haven't explored it too much. I would love to explore it more, but it could become my passion at some point, maybe in, in some time, or, you know, maybe music, maybe something else, just variety of experiences can give us a bigger range of what we actually enjoy in life and how we feel the best. And uh, yeah, so I love what you were saying about these tips. And I love what you said about being jealous, because always when we want something that someone else has and we feel bad about it, it's because we suppress and deny and disown the part of us that is like that. So just discovering, rediscovering this part of us that is this successful person, that is this beautiful person, that is this, I don't know, skinny person or whatever else we are really jealous of. We need to understand that we are exactly the same or similar, but we have this part that is successful as well. We just need to bring it up from the subconscious mind because it was probably suppressed at some point in your life. Maybe, you know, you wanted to be a musician and your dad told you, no, you need to be a doctor. And then you suppress the musician part of you and you want to study to be a doctor. So in order to really rediscover that, and, you know, maybe you're jealous of, of your friend who is a musician now. It's like, okay, what does it tell me about myself? Maybe I can be a musician too. Maybe I would like this lifestyle as well. And you can really um, see see it through. And once your subconscious stuff becomes conscious, then you can do something about it because you have awareness. You can direct it in some way, right? You can, with awareness comes like power and comes the ability to really create your life the way you want it. So I just love what you said about it because I feel like it's so important to not see these emotions as like, as you said, jealousy or sadness as something bad. It's just our indicator that we are misaligned with our soul, like it's our guidance system. Emotions are our guidance system. And if we feel jealousy, for example, okay, this is just a tip for us. Okay, I'm suppressing something in me that I can now uncover and discover and bring up so that I can also be empowered. I can also create my life in this way. I can also be this person who is so successful or achieved this or that goal. Yeah, I, I just love talking about manifestation because I feel like there is so much uh, to it and there is so many different modalities and methods and, and there is it's a never-ending topic, really. And also, I wanted to ask you and your opinion about uh, affirmations specifically because I've already talked about it a little bit with some people on this podcast already, but I'm super curious about your perspective on affirmations and whether they, you know, because they are very, very known, like, oh, just say positive affirmations every day and it's going to reprogram your mind. But what is your experience with it? Did it help you on your journey? Did it help your clients? And if yes, in which way uh, does it help the most? Like, what is the most effective way of affirming to yourself? A hundred percent has it helped me. For sure, affirmations, I'm a fan of it. I'm using it journaling every single day. Um, but yeah, it comes back again, like only the mind of our brain, the thoughts, the affirmation, the words alone are not what are really the powerful thing about it. What it is, is the emotion you bring up while reading or speaking or 
writing it, right? So it's the same, like when you actually want to use affirmation as a tool, have the intention behind to actually connect it to an emotion related to it so that they are actually affecting your life um, mm -hmm. in a way you wish. Mm -hmm. I love that. And also, I feel like affirmations really tie in into this topic that we were already talking about in terms of if you want to achieve a big goal, then maybe affirm something smaller first so then you can build up on top of that. And then you don't have much resistance when you say the affirmation because yes. it seems achievable. And also, I feel like... E Another way of releasing resistance to an affirmation when you really don't believe something that you're affirming to yourself and you actually feel negativity when you say it is to say, I choose the reality in which I have this and that because then mm. you always it's always true for you that, that you choose it. It's not always true that you have it, but if you say that you choose it, it's like, okay, you already feel uplifted by choosing it and saying to the universe, okay, this is what I choose. This is what I put my energy into. And you can really feel uplifted and positive about it, that I choose the end result of this and that, rather than only saying I have that. Because when some people, when they say I have that and they their conscious mind knows that it's not true, then it, it can actually create more negative emotions than positive. And the positive emotion is what creates the emotional charge, which then quantum jumps, uh, lets us quantum jump from one reality to the other because the more emotional charge we put yeah. it, like behind it, then the easier it's going to come to, or the faster, the most more effective it's going to come to our lives. So the moment that we start to feel bad about affirming something, I think we should stop and not do it anymore because then we are actually bringing the effect that is the opposite to the one that we're talking about, which is just feeling so uplifted and so empowered and so just good about what we are affirming. So would you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. I love that you said, like, I choose putting these words in the front, so powerful. And what I like to do as well is generalize things. So instead of I'm becoming a millionaire, maybe I am feeling abundant mm -hmm. or generalize things to a way where they can't really be limiting. Um, something I love that's super generalized, but for me so powerful every day I'm saying I'm receiving good news in the next 24 hours. Good news can be so much, um, but yeah, it has such an effect. So yeah, if, if it, if you feel like affirmation you cannot stand behind or they again what you said are not creating this positive feeling that they're supposed to try to make it more um general mm, yeah that's a great tip actually i haven't really thought of it before to make it more general because i like to be very specific in my desires mm -hmm. and manifest exactly as i want mm -hmm. uh, but yeah actually generalizing when someone has resistance is a beautiful tool so thank you for sharing because i haven't really thought about it uh, before but yeah <laughs> that's that's really amazing and so we've gone through all these uh, steps through manifestation from you know stating your vision through like um allowing the universe to to work for us and to really creating the life that that we want but i feel like there are still there could be still blocks and like for example attachment to uh, the outcome that can be on our way to you know manifest actually what we like and I feel like I struggled with attachment to the outcomes a lot. And I felt like if I don't create my life exactly in this way, then maybe I'm not going to be as satisfied or then maybe I'm not going to be that loved or I'm not going to be that appreciated or whatever. Or I'm going to have to feel shame that I, you know, uh, whatever, that I haven't done it in the way that I, that I want to do. So do you have any um, tips or advice or maybe exercises to release attachment to the outcome of manifestation? I think it comes back to trusting that whatever is meant for us is coming in. So again, it's this or something better. 
if this is not happening for me, then it's because something better and that's going to be much more fulfilling to me is coming my way. And so it has, again, to deal with practicing trust in the universe with micro steps. Mm, yes, I agree with that. I agree completely. And trusting is such a big theme. We could talk about it for hours more, uh, but I know that we need to go soon. So my last quick question to you is, where could people find you if they would really love to work with you, explore you more and see your content? What's the best way? Um, either they connect with you, uh, they can connect with me on Instagram with Sina Simon um, underline, or also on my website um, www.ccc. So s i s i s i dot c h. Okay, ccc. That's cute. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, it comes from my name, Silvana Sina Simon, and then in Spanish it means yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's so, so cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yes, yes, yes. Because it's like a throat chakra opening. Like, yes, I did it. Yes, I'm manifesting. Yes, I'm living my dream life. Yes, yes, yes. Amazing. I love that. I love this website. That's so cool. Thank you so, so much for bringing your energy in and sharing your uh, dream life tips. It's been really beautiful and valuable. So I'm super grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love this conversation so much and I hope it's going to serve so many people. And thank you for bringing me on the podcast. It was a pleasure really to chat with you. Thank you so, so much for listening to our Dream Life Talks. And if you'd like to find me, I'm The Connection Catalyst on Instagram. So contact me if you have any questions or you'd like to come on the podcast. And thanks again for tuning in and stay tuned to the next episode.